What's up, Buzzy? Sorry, I was listening to a video about Austin Rivers feel his biggest regret in life is never playing in front of the fans on the New York Knicks because he played for he like played for the Knicks, but there was no fans, so he never got to play in front of fans for the Knicks. That's his biggest regret. Yeah, that like uh, that's a reasonable regret. He played for the Knicks. The situation didn't work out, and he played for them during the pandemic. So I'm pretty sure he's from New York. So he got to play in Madison Square Garden when it was empty. So like that's his biggest regret. Like he wished he could have played in a packed Madison Square Garden. This dude's still in the league. I know, I know, but like so far, somebody asked him on an Instagram live. Like so far, what would you say is your biggest regret in the NBA? And he's just like, I wish I could have played in front of fans in the M uh, with the Knicks because he's he's from New York, you know. So like it's basically like you saying like, oh damn, I played for the Bulls during the pandemic when there was no fans. I wish like I could have played for the Bulls when there were fans, you know. So I could have said, so what's up to the homies and shit, you know. My response would be, um, I'm going to go sign with the Chicago Bulls. No. <laughs> I guess I have to be interested. But uh, yeah, I had one of my friends, I was explaining to one of my boys, he like graduated this past year, and it was one of my friend's birthdays last night. So he drove down from KC, and we were catching up, and he was asking me about my YouTube shit. And I was like telling him about you. So like we went on YouTube. I was like showing him our like the channel, this channel. He and I went over. Uh, yeah, he dropped the sub, but then we went over to Will Upton. I showed hey. him that one. And then I was like, yo, if you find any channel with daily, nine out of ten, it's him. I was like, Lakers Daily, uh, Raiders Daily. We're like going through like I was finding all your things. He's like, <laughs> we're just like laughing because my boy was just like, this guy literally has an empire. <laughs> Yo, I used the same word yesterday. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. But uh, he was making I'm me little, die. I'm not pissed off, but I now I can't believe I didn't think about this in the like, like this past spring when I was making these channels. But uh, somebody in my Discord, he has a I forget. It's like a Niners channel, I think, and it's not doing well because I mean, my guess is he posts once a week, and it's probably a bad video. For some reason, these kids don't know why their videos aren't doing bad when they're like not doing anything or posting bad videos. But it's good that they're trying. So instead of asking for the advice, he's like, I think I'm going to change my channel to Niners Daily. I'm like, fuck. Anybody could do that. Like, imagine, imagine all my channels become big enough where you think of me like almost like Kenny for real. And you're like, oh, I wonder if he has a blank channel. Let me look up blank, blank daily. And some schlub who makes horrible Washington Wizards videos. And you're thinking, oh, let me go see if Jackson has a Wizards. Wait, that's actually awful. Give me one second. This video is sponsored by Aquapana. Most refreshing drink. <laughs> that was pretty good. What's hey, up, Mason? But no, back. I... I honestly think also, dude, your boy is about to watch uh, here. First off, I want to say this is you should just spend your day today making every single NBA and NFL channel daily and post one video on there and just claim it. Like, <laughs> just make a 30 second video on each one. I am, I am Thunder Daily. I am Bengals Daily. <laughs> 
See, I would, dude. The issue is YouTube limits. First off, they limit how many YouTubes you can have open on your uh, browser. So, like, I'm capped out right now. That's why you don't really see any new channels from me, which you wouldn't know about anyways because they right. exist. And I told my also, friend that. Yeah. <laughs> They're not connected. They're not connected. So, yeah, that's another big thing is I don't want any connection. But, uh, yeah, it's – um. You can only, you know, you probably ran into this already. You can only have a couple, you can only have a like, couple channels per phone number. So I've I had know. so many people in my family where I've like used their phone number for verification because you're beautiful. You're beautiful. I need it. <laughs> you're, the, the, you're fucking fantastic. So uh, I don't know why, but the wizard streams always do well. It's just, we should just title this stream. We're ta- let's talk Washington Wizards for. An hour and a half. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big Wiz fan, but... So, yeah, our, all of our wizard streams and videos are doing well. And then I post a Wizards video last night, and it's got like 100 views, which is the lowest yeah, I've yeah, had I, in a while. <laughs> I made, a, I made a, a Wizards video last night, and it didn't do too well either. Yeah, it's like, what? So, yeah, but just give it some time. Just give it some time, yeah. Though I really fuck with that, like for like a month now, we've been using this this new thumbnail, and I think it just looks good, like the stream one where it just says NBA show and the date, and then it's a player. Yeah, it's very basic, but I feel like it gets the message across very well. Yeah, it's solid. All right, so let's talk some Kevin Durant real quick before we hop into our previews. It's it's so mundane that all I look forward to is our our previews because there's nothing else really to talk about. But let's hit it. So last night we heard what was your did you talk about in your video that Kevin the Wizards were interested in Kevin Durant? No, I actually did not. <laughs> I I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so last night it came out that the Wizards are interested in Kevin Durant. They're more interested in Donovan Mitchell. And then Kevin Durant, and they're going harder for Donovan Mitchell, which doesn't make sense because Kevin Durant's from PG. And, like, people forget, like, a year or two ago, everyone was talking about that the Wizards were making moves to make sure that they had cap space for Kevin Durant. <laughs> and then everyone just stopped talking about that. So could you imagine if they're, like, if they call up Brooklyn and they're, like, all right, you know what, hold on. Let's figure something out. You want Chris Stops? You want Kuz? You want Rui? You want? Oh, I said trade. I said trade. You want blank? You want four first? Yeah, let's do it. Bang. What I I said trade everyone, not name Kristaps Porzingis, Bradley Beal, Monte Morris, Will Barton, and Denny Avdia. Trade the entire rest of the roster in four picks. No, you're gonna have to give me Denny Avdia. And Kristaps Porzingis, and I think, Kyle Kuzma. I think I think you can do a deal around Kyle Kuzma. I think they will have to like obviously me being a a biased Wizards fan. I want us to keep Denny Avdia and Corey Kesper, but I know that we're probably gonna have to give up Denny Avdia, Corey Kesper, Rui Hachimura, you know Anthony Gill, Johnny Davis, Daniel Gafford, you know Isaiah Todd, and a few picks, but. I, if they do this deal, it's because they're going to keep – if Kevin Durant comes, they're keeping Chris Stops and Bradley Beal because they want the, the trio. Do you agree with that? 
No, because I think, well, yeah, like, yeah, you can dream all you want. That's why it's a dream. Uh, that sounds all fine and dandy in my in my head for you. But for me, because I'm Brooklyn, because I have a pair of pants that say Brooklyn Nets. You do? Mm -hmm. Or short or sweatpants. I say, no, I'm all set, and I need Christoph Porzingis in that trade. The first reason why I say no is because, again, I don't think Kevin Durant's going to say yes to a trade to the Wizards if Kristaps isn't there. I think that team is a contender. If it's Kristoff, KD, and Bradley Beal, it's nothing if it's not. And that's why I think – and the second reason is I don't think Brooklyn wants Kristaps because Brooklyn, if they're trading, they want all the young guys. They're, they, you know, they don't want a 27-year-old, 26-year-old. But they're also trying to win with their future. What's up, Brisk? In Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is now the future of the Brooklyn Nets, whether people want it or not. Uh-huh. What makes you say that? <laughs> I kicked you out. I kicked you out. Yeah, fuck you. I'm bigger than you now. <laughs> yep. Ben Simmons is the future of the Brooklyn Nets, clearly because he's the youngest one there of all the superstars that are going to be remain once this season is up. This time next year, I bought a coffee Ben Simmons machine. will be the youngest, most talented player on that roster. I, I have faith in Ben Simmons, man, dude. If you watch my two game, my teams also I have like Madden seven, uh, Madden twenty three, and I've been like I do I played that till like two in the morning last Madden night. Madden twenty three is out. I have, I got early access, like I got it a day before, dude. I got it like four days early. Oh, shit. Oh, I need to buy that new Xbox. I do have the new Xbox, sadly. I, was, I, wanted a P I wanted a PS5, but I had to settle for the new Xbox. I got it like the day it came out, too. So, like, I've had it for like two years. I need Madden, dude. Yeah, I'm playing it. It's a, it's a it's it's a six out of ten, but it's a step in the right direction. It's it's the best Madden since probably like Madden 13. Uh, Madden 13. Hold on, I'll guess it. Madden 13 still wasn't good. The best Madden, the last good Madden was Madden 12, but Madden 13 was okay. Madden 12 with Peyton Hillis. That's the cover. That's the last good Madden. Very weird take. Madden 11 was the best Madden to ever exist. I agree. Madden yes. 11 was really good. But what I'm saying is Madden 12 is the last good Madden because Madden 12 used to be able to hire former players as defensive coordinators or special team coach. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then you can make them your head coach. And then can you, you do can, that now? No. You have like uh, auto-generated names. That's so stupid. So after five years, all the coaches retire, and it's just a bunch of auto-gen-named coaches. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Like, how can't you guys? It's I know the reason behind it. It's probably because they didn't want to pay for the license, the name image licensing of the coaches. Man, what, who's on 13? Uh, that's a, wasn't it Calvin Johnson? Dude, I'm such a nerd. Calvin Johnson was so freaking cool. <laughs> uh, also, dude, the Lions are assholes. They're like, we'll pay you back the $2 million we didn't pay you if you come work a full day. And he was like, how about no? 
Dude, I'm glad I wasn't covering sports when that whole sitch happened. Otherwise, I'd be so pissed off at the Detroit Lions, assumingly, unless this happened like a year ago. Like unless he, like, Calvin's in the wrong. No, Calvin's not in the wrong. He retired. They withheld his money after he retired. Most teams, if you have like two, three million, like Jim Irsay, when Andrew Luck retired, he gave him twenty million dollars as a retirement gift. Because it was a signing, it was his signing bonus for that year. And Andrew Luck was like, Do you want that 20 million back? And uh, Jim Irsay said, Not nah, take it as a retirement gift. Damn. Yeah. And the lines are over here. Like, it, it, Calvin Johnson was like, Can I get my 2 million? They were like, Nah. And then he hit them up like last year when Dan Campbell and they were like, We want to make our relationship right. And he was like, All right, give me my 2 million. And they're like, Yeah, we'll give you your 2 million, but you have to come in and do some office paperwork and work in the office for like 48 hours and then we'll pay you. And he's like, How about y'all go fuck yourselves? Yeah. That's <laughs> And he's like, I ain't going to work for that shit. He's like, I already got that money. I thought you were just going to do right and, like, give me the money that you owe me. But, like, it's not like he needed the $2 million, You know what I mean? So, yeah, do they think – did they think Calvin Johnson needs – like, is, like, going broke and shit? No, like no. to come – do no, office the, work for so Pat McAfee, it. when Dan Campbell got hired, they were like kind of bringing attention to the fact they hadn't paid it. So the Lions came out and said they would pay him. And then Calvin Johnson was just like, fuck these guys. They said they would pay me. And then I go up to get uh, to talk to them. They're like, yeah, you have to work to earn that money. And he's like, I already worked for y'all for fucking 10 years. Yeah. He's like, fuck you mean I need to work in the office. You know? He's, yeah, he's right. <laughs> so he's like, I don't need the money because, like, I'm pretty sure Calvin Johnson's like has investments in marijuana and other like stuff. Like Calvin Johnson is like KD, like real smart money wise. Like they put their money in like real good investments. And KD smart or like is he's he's like a G with money. Yeah, dude. Kevin Durant like a, two weeks ago was on national television promoting his marijuana um, farm that he owns and he was smoking weed or not smoking weed. He said he was high in the interview. They asked him, Whoa. he goes on high right now in the interview. I don't trust pot smokers. <laughs> That's sick. You, I, didn't know you he, didn't see... I didn't know he did, he did that. Yeah. And he owns like a marijuana farm. I actually had no idea. I'm, I'm pretty surprised KD smokes. Yeah, that's why I like KD so much. Yeah, KD smokes weed and he owns a marijuana distribution. I've known this for a year. Like, KD's really smart business-wise. Like, KD does biz like Calvin Johnson. They do those, like, uh, business deals that you don't hear about till like, real late. He's not like LeBron. You know, like, when LeBron does any business deal, it literally gets, like, so much media hype, even though if it could be, like, the shittiest thing ever. And then while KD is, like, super low-key about his dealings, like, he's not – he doesn't really like putting him as the face. Like, LeBron always smacks his face on all, like, his – on his brands. KD is like, nah, let the the product speak for itself, which I think is really respectable by KD. He's like, I'll invest, but I'm not going to go around and make the product a KD product. I want the product to speak for itself, and then people find out, oh, KD backed this. Yeah. Which I think is like the right way to go about it. Let they, me there's that that company that I wanted to. I don't know what would you do if this happened. This like that betting company came to me and they were like, I turned it down because of like Steve will do it. Just got his YouTube shut down. I just don't like promoting gambling because gambling is not legal in all states. I don't know the laws to it. I don't know any of that to it. 
but they it's like backed by Kevin Durant. Like whatever brand it was, Kevin Durant's an investor. What what did Steve will do again demonetized? I found all of Kevin Durant's brands. I think he got demonetized because he was in South America promoting the the Nelks new betting app that they have. Oh, it's probably just the, they didn't go through. The, the problem is, is like, first off, my girlfriend, whenever we get into this shit, my girlfriend's going to be a law student. So whenever we do that shit, we're going to have to have her read contracts. And because, that, like you said, like, whenever you sign something, those motherfuckers don't read those contracts, I bet. Like, half the time, they just saw the money and they just didn't go into KD. Thing. No, no, uh, Steve will do it. Oh, like you said, his money, his channel... I think it's their brand, though. Like, state. It's like called, like, steak. I think it's an elk-associated brand. Yeah, I have no idea. But here, check this out. So I found all the Kevin Durant brands. Dude, Weed Maps. A he, lot. He he's owned, in Weed Maps, really? That's Yeah. It. So he owns part of Alaska Airlines, Panini America, like the, the sports cards, Weed Maps, he owns, uh, he has a deal with Nike, I guess. He has something with Alaska Air Group, NBA 2K, Beats, American Family Air, Air Insurance, the BBVA, like that national Spanish bank that's like all over soccer teams. You know, Sparkling Ice, Gatorade, Sonic, Drive-Ins, the fast food, Sprint, and Google. And then personal investments, he owns a mansion, and then he sold the place for 12.15. He bought a mansion for 5.9. So then he put the mansion on rent and then he put it for sale. So he was smart. He was making money off of rent. He owns a car collection of $4 million. And he owns the eighth most expensive car collection amongst professional athletes. Only topped by, I mean, Messi has more. Yeah. Damn. So, and yeah, it looks like he's smart about the cars he buys too. Because people don't realize when you buy cars, you got to buy cars that you have to resell. Like, And also, you can't buy Ferraris. You have to be accepted to buy a Ferrari. What? Like half, oh. half the people you see driving Ferraris are either renting those Ferraris <laughs> or bought those from someone who's been banned and then, then themselves got banned from Ferrari. Like, Jeez. So, like, because you have to hit up Ferrari and be like, I'm interested in a, in a Ferrari. And they'll be like, okay, we'll hit you back up. Then they're going to go do a background check, make sure you're like cool, like like basically you are Ferrari, like quality customer. Then before you even buy the car, I think you have to go spend two weeks in Italy where they teach you how to drive a Ferrari at the Ferrari headquarters on their track because they're like, you can't own a Ferrari if you're going to just stall out. So they teach you how to drive a Ferrari perfectly before you even get to own the Ferrari. And then when you own the Ferrari, they t I think you can't cannot sell the Ferrari for five years. If you sell the Ferrari, you have to ask them to sell it. You cannot paint the Ferrari any other color without their permission. I think there's only like three colors you can paint a Ferrari. And there's like a bunch of rules with Ferraris. That's why I want a Ferrari. If you have Ferrari, if you own a Ferrari, that's ultimate class. That's why all these fucks drive Lamborghinis. Like Lamborghinis, like the the poor rich person car. They're like, oh, you couldn't get a Ferrari, so you drive a Lamborghini, loser. If I that's was like super rich, why don't like I still want a Ferrari, not because I want to resale it one day. I want a, a 1988 Teta Rosso red Ferrari, and I'm gonna just keep that all the time. 
can't I just buy a Ferrari and keep it forever? Like, do I have to? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You don't. No, no, no. You don't have to sell. You don't have to sell it. It's just that if there's a lot of people who buy Ferraris with the for to gain value and then resell it. Hmm. Um, but like, if you want, like, so like my dad, he owned a import and exportation car company back in the 80s where like at one point they were shipping out five five to six hundred cars a year to like europe and argentina and he would like average customers be like i want a 1972 cadillac eldorado so my dad would have to drive like all around the southern states and go find him like a cadillac eldorado or like a rolls royce corniche with light blue interior so like my dad has a bunch of pictures of him and like rolls royces and ferraris because when he first moved to the states he didn't own a car they had like 500 cars and you can't just leave these cars sit in a warehouse so my dad would they would just drive a new ferrari rolls royce lamborghini aston martin every week like and like barely spoke english and he would just pick up girls like that because you'd just be in like a ferrari in miami and you just like pull up to a light sea hot girl and like this is the 80s it's not really sketchy you know it'd be like you want to hop in the rolls royce you know like <laughs> and then you're just trying i got i'll pull up a picture i asked my dad to send me they're, pr- they're pretty sick i want to live in the 80s my dad's got badass stories that's another thing i want to live in miami like yeah where like my dad used to live like kiwi's cane but let's talk about vice city yeah yeah we'll do memphis grizzlies to start it off dude i I bought a coffee machine today it doesn't come till i I have to go pick it up because i did you know the pickup orders because i don't and i bought but this morning i had cafe con leche so somewhat yeah, cafe con leche. Yeah, but like you make it different. You like heat up a cup of, of milk and then you use instant coffee. Is that like if you instant coffee sounds like? Have you, you the powder instant coffee sounds like seen? grimy. Um. So that I think instant coffee is like a very like foreign thing because like in Argentina that's like. If you're not drinking coffee the normal way, just like the stereotypical way through a French press, you drink instant coffee either with milk or with water. It's just powdered coffee that you throw in and you stir it and it turns into coffee. It doesn't taste the best, but with in water, but with milk, oh, it's like you're drinking creamy coffee. Like my girlfriend never had cafe con leche, and then I gave it to her, and she it's like her favorite nighttime drink. Would you rather like? Drink normal coffee or coffee corn later? In the mornings, in the mornings, I'd rather drink coffee, coffee. But if I want like a pick-me-up at night, but I don't want a cup of coffee, I'd rather have a cup of fun let you. Because it's not as strong, you know? Like I like, I genuinely like the taste of coffee. Are, are you like that or no? I don't like, mind it at all. Like I'm the type of person who drinks coffee as black as the moonless, uh, moon the midnight moonless night sky. God damn. Yeah, I don't. I'm not quite there. Not you. You don't drink it black. No. Well, you put cream and sugar in yours. I put I put half and half. Yeah. Oh, you're gross, bro. My shit's black. What's wrong with half that? First off, you should. You're ruining the coffee. Coffee. I, I think it's old, like in America, like America's like like the only country that really puts creamer in their coffee, like and maybe Canada. That does but, make sense. 
like you go into any country in Europe and America and think that they don't even put coffee. I mean, milk out. You get your cup of coffee. And if you ask them for milk, they'd be like, what? <laughs> like there's no milk anywhere. Like the most I've ever seen in other countries people put in their coffee is uh, a splash of sugar. And they don't even sell, like and it's brown sugar everybody uses. But let's talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. Kenny Lofton Jr. is so cool. I that love He's so cool. <laughs> There's that mix of him cooking it up in the summer league and then it'll like pan or cut to draw and he's like loving it. Ooh, a ready? cheeseburger sounds good. This, you ready to see Kenneth Lofton in a movie? As a joke, yeah. I mean, this isn't getting lofted. <laughs> what movie is that from? Surf- Shark Tales. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let me let, are you ready? You see this? Just tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, it's close. I guess. <laughs> it's pretty fucking close, isn't it? Someone's going to say I'm an asshole. <laughs> uh, so what I find, I've said this before, what I find interesting about this roster is Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to miss the first months of, you know, two or three months of the season with that stress fracture, which will, I think, Santi Aldama, Xavier Tillman, Jake Laravia, and I guess Brandon Clark and Kelly and Tilly. Or we're going to have the opportunity, and even David Roddy, to play some, you know, I guess you could say I, the power forward and center position. Because I, I feel like they're also going to kind of phase out Steven Adams depending on the matchup. Like, I don't think Steven Adams will play as much. Makes sense. What are, okay, let me hear your thoughts on this team. You me, what's your starting line? Kenny Lofton. I don't think they're going to play Kenny Lofton. He's on a two-way. They have Jake Laravia, Xavier Tillman, Brandon Clark, and Santi Aldama. Multiple first-round picks from previous seasons. Kenny, Kenny Lofton's undrafted. Again, injuries would have to happen for Lofton to play. <laughs> He'll work his way into the rotation. What's like my starting lineup? Oh, Pre and uh, without Jaron Jackson Jr. because he's hurt. Oh, yeah, I guess Jod, Bane, Brooks, probably. I think they were going to try out Aldama or Brandon Clark, but I don't think I think they'd rather try out Aldama over Clark because if you put Clark out there, Adams and Clark both can't shoot. I'd probably, I, I'm a little different. I'd probably put in like. Zyre Williams and Brandon Clark at the five. <laughs> Just go extremely small. I don't want to watch Steven Adams play basketball. That was, what is I think whenever they face teams like a Joel Embiid and a uh, Nikolai Jokic or Rudy Gobert, that's the nights that Steven Adams will start. But when they face a team like the Clippers maybe or a team like 
the Dallas Mavericks or a team like the Suns when they take DeAndre Aiden off the floor, I could see them, you know, starting Brandon Clark while Jaron Jackson Jr. is out. I just think they really need to check out Santi Aldama. He can shoot it. I mean, he was dominating in the summer league. He's 226 pounds. He's almost seven foot. He can hit shots from all over the floor. He can pass. He can shoot. I just think I love Brandon Clark, but there's no jump shot there. Xavier Tillman, they've kind of phased him out. I want to hear, like, Grizzlies fans, what are your thoughts on Xavier Tillman? He looked really good his rookie year, but since then, not much. And then there's Jake Laravia, who's a guy who can do a little bit of everything analytically. If you're that type of team that's an analytically driven, Jake Laravia is perfect, but he kind of struggled in the summer league, and that's why I think Santi should start. They gave him a first – he was the first-round pick a year ago. I don't – I wish this team did something more for me. They're they're probably going to play super deep again. Got guys like John Conchar and Leroy Villa and Tillman getting like assistant play, even if it's 10, 15 a night. I I don't know. I I really don't see – this season just comes down completely to Triple J to me. When I look at this team, I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys. If you don't count Jaron Jackson Jr. and Danny Green, because Danny Green, if they keep him on the roster, he won't be able to play till the end of the year because he's recovering from the torn ACL. And Jaron Jackson Jr. is probably going to be out till December or January with that stress fracture. So they're like seven or eight guys deep only if you don't count any of the r- rookies or the young, you know, the super young guys. So they're only seven or eight deep with the injuries. That's why I think Santi Alama and like Zaire Williams need to make, uh, need to play. Cause I, I think Xavier Tillman and Kelly and Tilly are more depth guys than actual players at this point. They would have played these two last year more. I think Tillman, Zaire, especially Jake, They'll all get playing time, and it'll all be consistent. I don't know how they bundle all their minutes every night, but they do a good job of it. And I think team-wise, they're still pretty good. I I think they're way ahead of schedule. Like, I think they'll have a huge step-back season, but it won't be a step-back in the grand scheme of things because I don't think they had any business doing what they did last season. I, I think you I think you give the Memphis Grizzlies that season ten times. I think nine out of ten times that season does not happen the way it did. And so I think they'll probably go back to probably five or six to me in well, the West. Uh you think they'll and, fall? Yeah, they'll get booted in the first round and then hopefully they decide to trade some type of a package deal where well i could see during the season where they package danny green and like dylan brooks for somebody or danny green and steven adams yeah <laughs> what sucks is like brooks bain brooks and bain are huge for him like brooks is brooks is good really but solid two-way basketball player he's a bit inefficient he's a bit of inefficient and i think that's why they're trying to phase Dylan Brooks whose contract is expiring out for Zaire Williams or another guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're definitely hoping Zaire can like replace yeah, exactly what you're saying. Take it t- replace right away. 
And if they can get rid of uh, Dylan Brooks, yeah. And then the same thing, I believe, with Steven Adams. Steven Adams' contract is expiring, so I think it's in their best interest to start figuring out if, you know, Aldama, Clark, Tillman, LaRavia, Lofton, Roddy, if they can replace Steven Adams. Like, I, I think everyone loves Steven Adams, but they couldn't play in most games in the playoffs. So I think that he's going to be a guy who only plays situationally. And they're going to, especially with the Jaron Jackson Jr., they'll take the – I think during the regular season, yeah, they'll take a hit record-wise because they won't be fully healthy for a while. But that could also not happen if – I'm very, you know, I'm very high on Aldama. I thought he was the steal of the draft. And the Jaron Jackson Jr. injury could be a blessing in disguise because, again, it'll open up the minutes for how many guys? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys will now be competing – to make up for the Jaron Jackson Jr. minutes, which is people don't realize last year, Jaron Jackson Jr. played 27.3 minutes, which is absurd. Jaron Jackson Jr. has never averaged more than 30 minutes a night. So mm. 27 minutes between 70 guys. So I mean, obviously not all seven of those guys are going to play, but that's why I have my money on Aldama. Clark and Tillman to be the three guys who get the most playing time. And if any of the rookies, I think LaRabia will be the one because he was the 19th overall pick. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I just have a feeling that all their young guys, like I think Jay Kennedy, like I didn't say, like, I just think like these guys are just going to produce immediately just because it's the Memphis Grizzlies. My thing with uh, – I don't think – like, Jaron, yeah. I mean, Jaron almost established himself as, like, the best defensive playoff or one of the best defensive – But he can't stay defenders. healthy. It's always been yeah, a theme of his – Yeah, I mean – And he's never got it – he hasn't returned to the three-point shooter he was the first two seasons. I don't even know if he can't stay healthy. He had – he played 78 games this past year. That's pretty healthy to me. And now he's hurt. What? And now, and then he, as soon as the season ended, he, he, and yeah, he gets hurt. And then the year before that, he played like what, 11, 11 games. Game. So. Before that, he played 57. Before that, he played 58. That's hovering right around. That's okay to me. Like, as long as, as long as you don't do that for four straight years. But I mean, he's only 23. He's going into year five and he's about to be turned 23. And I'm, and yeah, like three he's weeks. one of the most, talented young players at his position. So I, I, I think it's to me, it's just more so getting more, more pieces there. Another star there. I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, I don't know if it'll be a free agency, but I don't think Steven Adams or Dylan Brooks, I think you'd have to get rid of Bain. No desire to get some type of star that's going to get you a championship. I don't think there's any way, shape, or form Memphis can win a championship right now. I don't know if they can make a championship, but I think they can continue where they were and what they made to the second round last year. Mm -hmm. I think they can make it to the second round again. They should have gotten out of the first round, but that's my opinion. Who they beat? The T-Wolves? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That, that T-Wolf, D-Lo threw that away. D-Lo averaged like seven points a game on like 20% shooting. They yeah, D-Lo threw that. Handed it over. Yeah, handed that over. We were literally playing Jordan McLaughlin, an undrafted free agent from like two years ago as our point guard. We benched D-Lo. 
I mean, we tried to trade D'Lo, and everyone was like, we're good. Now, let's go over who else did we have on the list. We had the Grizzlies. We had the Celtics. I also realized I did not play the music. What's up, Aaron? This team looks like small compared to the Grizzlies, like in the sense that like they are three, pretty small. Six, seven, ten. They're not ginormous by any means. Thirteen. They're fourteen players deep. Tice, where the hell did Tice go? Is he still free agent? Tice? Yeah. Yeah, they're not gonna uh Tice they traded him to the Pacers for Brogdon. When did that oh that that was he was in that trade? Yeah. Wow, what a genius move. Boston's good. Growing up in South Philly, I was never really a big Celtics fan, but I'll try and be nice to him. Just kidding. Um they're really good. I mean, they're they're really talented right now. Um, I think this team's good. Like they, their problem, and this is what, what I've talked to Celtics. You know, people who cover the Celtics, their their problem was they had no scoring off the bench. Okay, and they still have the same starting lineup of Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, and Robert Williams. You're five deep right there. Now you add in Derek White off the bench. Okay, Payne Pritchard still off the bench right there. You're still seven deep. Grant Williams off the beach bench. You're still eight deep. Now you add in Brogdon and Dan, Danilo Gallinari. You're 10 guys deep. You're 10 guys deep now. You're 10 guys deep. Most teams want to be eight deep. This team is 10 deep. And, yes, I know it's not pretty after Gallinari and Brogdon because then it's Sam Hauser, Lee Cornett, you know, my uh, Fondu, Kevin Gelly, J.D. Davison, you know, and that's pretty much it. Behind them. Not very pretty. And they still have one roster spot open, but they have a bunch of other guys on training camp deals that aren't listed here. Like Bruno uh, Cavocolo is on a training camp deal. They have one. I want Bruno to make this team. Bruno Cavocolo. <laughs> yeah, Cavocolo. Dude, but Bruno Cavocolo would be so funny. He's wearing 55. Okay. And imagine if Bruno made this roster and had like a comeback and you just see Bruno come off the bench for the Celtics. How, how funny would that be? You, you don't care. Do anything for me. I, <laughs> I think this team, I think this team saying, who, who, who is this saying? Celtics fans telling you this, that they're, um, they didn't win it all because of their bench. Yeah, they had no scoring. They had no scoring off the bench. That's an excuse is what we call that here in Chicago. Um, So you're telling me if they they wouldn't have won the championship if they had Neil Gallinari and Brogdon off the bench? So are are you telling me that Peyton Pritchard, Derek White, Daniel Tice, Grant Williams? Yeah, they couldn't score. Only Grant Williams. That's not enough. If that's that not wasn't enough, not, that wasn't enough. I need to hand you in order for it to be enough. If you I need can't Gallinari win, and Brogdon. If you can't win with Derek White, 
Peyton Pritchard, Grant Williams. They weren't in even an eight man rotation. They had a seven man. They had a seven man rotation. They were literally only even players. more so. You got no bench scoring because it doesn't even matter. You're not even playing any of these bench. That's why they, they're they like added. choked. Now they are nine deep. Maybe trade for a non choke artist. I remember us talking about this before it happened. And that this, way, you don't need more. You you already have your scoring off the bench. Imagine if your backup if you point guard didn't suck cock in the playoffs. I mean, listen, listen. If you could have benched Smart and you know, and White, who couldn't make a shot for Brogdon and Payne Pritchard, you know, maybe they would have had more shot creation and more shooting. And then what if you know you could have benched Tatum or Brown for Gallinari, or you could have benched you know. Uh, Williams, because Horford was the only guy making fucking shots for them. Okay, so they were playing only a seven-man rotation in the playoffs. Now you add Galnari and Brogdon. That's now a nine-man rotation off the bench during the playoffs. That team has now has two guys in Daniil Galnari and Malcolm Brogdon who could be guys similar to Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson of two years ago when Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles were neck and neck on the same team competing for the six-man of the year and Jordan Clarkson won it. And I think Gallinari and Brogdon could be similar to Ingles and Clarkson from two years ago where they're both competing for the sixth man of the year, Trip. Yeah, Gallin- yeah, Gallinari, Brogdon are really solid basketball players. But, like, they had plenty. You know my take. If the Celtics had Lonzo Ball last year, they win the championship. And so okay, so, smart. so what, what's the difference between having Brogdon and Gallinari, Derek White? Brogdon, all you're getting from Brogdon is what you hoped from White. If I'm Derek White and I'm a 13 and a half point per game scorer with four rebounds and five assists, but I'm shooting 36% in the playoffs, I'm completely and utterly worthless. So I don't even think that a move like that was needed to make, but they were able to finesse a fatty from the Pacers because who's running the Pacers right now? Do we have an answer to that? Who's running the Indiana Pacers right now? Kevin Pritchard. He's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. Tyrese Halley? That was a good deal, but I, I feel like there's certain things that Pacers fans, like Pacers fans, I think are pissed off. Like, I think at this point, Pacers fans are pissed at Kevin Pritchard, and they're like, please, Kevin, just trade Miles Turner. Like, you've been saying you're going to trade Miles Turner for, like, four years, and I'm you just so won't. Um, yeah. Like, so, like, I think at this point, Pacers fans are so, like, are kind of mad that, like, how gun-shy – Kevin Pritchard is sometimes like don't just keep dangling the same guy as trade bait and just not trade them. Well, he just traded away Sabonis for Tyrese Halbert, which was one phenomenal finesse of a trade. Now you have Benedict Mathurin. I don't think Miles Turner, Miles Turner is still young as hell. He's still an able body. I don't understand the obsession with getting rid of him. I guess I'm not saying it makes more sense because you traded away Sabonis, but. And let's see Isaiah Jackson and Goga. For a full season. I'd love Jaylen, to see both those guys. Gogo and Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith, even more so. He's a beast. Goga. What? Why was he? Goga's got that chip on his shoulder because of that Zion move when they got drafted. But as far as Boston's concerned, yeah, they're still the best team in the East until further notice. And they already had a championship level roster, but. Now you have even more so a championship-level roster, and it's going to come down to two things, and those two things are Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And if they can't propel their team to championship, then then that that's how that works. But if they if they do, then they do. I mean, that's to me what it comes down to is they're two superstars. All those guys are nice. Yeah, Al Horford, only guy who was making shots 
That's not Al Horford's done. Sorry. Yeah, Al Horford. That's why I also think Daniel Gallinari is going to play a lot more minutes than people think because I think Al Horford's only going to play like 20 to 25 minutes a night. And we're going to see Al Horford because he's playing power forward and Rob Williams, the center. A lot of times I think Al Horford will be subbed out for Daniel Gallinari or Grant Williams. Yeah. They're, this team is way too small. I'll say that. I don't. I I think they're embracing the 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 spacing, the space your, ball. Your tallest your tallest player is Lee Cornette. Yeah, but let's. As a former Chicago Bull, I know how much Luke Cornette's about to play. Your <laughs> tallest guy is Danilo Gallinari with what's his defensive rating? Shut the fuck up! It's Bruno Ca- Bruno Cavacolo. Bruno Cavacolo is their tallest player, and Bruno Cavacolo is going to shock the world, win Most Improved Player of the Year. He's going to come in, play 15 minutes a night, average two blocks a game, a steal a game, five rebounds, five points, and two assists. Okay. Yeah, if he can give me a slim five with Capicola, Provolone, and Salami, that works for me. But as far as what you just said, no way. <laughs> I'll take the under on that. How, I hope how it mad, happens. That would be cool. But how mad would you be if Bruno came in and Bruno was just actually putting up numbers? I'd be thrilled for him. I'm not, anti-Bruno, I'm not anti-Capicola. I'm just more of a salami guy. But that doesn't mean that they can't coexist, they can't mingle, or if sometimes I'm feeling Capicola. You know where I, 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 I refuse to order sandwiches from? You used if to you love say them. Jimmy I said, John's, I'll, I'm, I hate Jimmy Jots. First off, yes, I hate Jimmy Jots. I hate Jimmy Jots. Um, yeah. yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You love Jimmy Jots, don't you? You're, you love Jimmy Jots. I love. You? I absolutely love Jimmy Jots. I fucking hate the smell of Jimmy Jots. No Subway. Fuck Subway. The only thing I like from Subway is their bread. You've probably never seen Happy Gilmore then. I've seen Happy Gilmore plenty of times. Huh. Subway's just gone downhill. Go to a local sandwich oh, shop. Dude. I support local businesses in local in you live in in Chicago in Chicago. Trust me where I lived, there were no sandwich shops, but I lived near a really grimy subway and that's the subway we would go to. And I went to subway almost every day for several weeks to get a plain salami sandwich for dinner on a Friday night because I was about to grind for hours on hours on hours. And I'd save the chips for later when I got hungry and high, and I'd get a Coca Cola and maybe mix soda. a little rum and have a nice little Friday night. I hate soda. I, that's a lie. I love soda, but I've been trying to just stop drinking soda. It's a good call. Yeah, I only try so to drink like. No if I do drink soda, it's like Sprite only, or like Fanta. Sprite, Jesus Christ! I don't understand people who like Sprite as like their favorite drink. I just. My my old roommate was like that too. Like I bet you his favorite pop is Sprite. If I had to say favorite pop, it would either be like you say pop. I can't say I can't stand that soda, but uh, <laughs> but Fresca's up there. Fresca, Ooh, Fresca's oh, I a good. Heard that in a long time. I think if I you had to say like cereal, what's one drink besides water? That's a soda. You had to choose for the rest of your life. I, I think I could drink Fresca's for the la- rest of my life. You ever have Orangina? I lo- oh yeah, or maybe an orangina or a lemonada. It's a like lemonada. a, a fresca to me is like a more like diluted orangina. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I don't know if I would choose fresca or if I. Well, are those considered? The, are those Italian sodas or are those considered Italian sparkling waters? What? What? 
the uh, Pellegrino, like uh, Orangina. Pelis, Italian sparkling water. But the but the Pellis make Oranginas and Lemonatas. Are those considered sodas or are those considered sparkling? Are they Italian soda? I consider soda? it a sparkling soda. So it's a soda? A sparkling soda. I would say Oranginas. Is, is a soda or more closer to seltzer? Well, it's more closer to seltzer, but as far I as feel like, like, I feel like it's more of a soda. Really? I think it's either way, no matter what I feel, I think it's a sparkling soda is my guess. You <laughs> did say Fanta. Fanta. Yeah. Well, is that not how you say it? It's Fanta. It's Fanta dork. Dude, no, my girlfriend cool. always, cool. my girlfriend always makes fun of me. I think it's just because I'm foreign and that's how foreign people say it. Fanta. Let me get a Fanta. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's how my parents say it, and they're both foreign as fuck. They're fresh oh. off the boat, and like, I'm gonna Fanta. Yeah, my girlfriend every time whenever I say Fanta, she's like Fanta. I'm like Fanta. <laughs> I get rated on how I pronounce stuff sometimes, <laughs> but also, dude, listen to this. AC Milan is now called AX Armani Armani Exchange Milan. What? what does that even mean? Our so, so professional teams in Europe. Oh, what? It's on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's professional teams in Europe have been uh, selling the, the sponsorship rights to their. Oh, this is an AC Milan. This is Olympio Milan, but they call themselves now AC uh, AX Armani Exchange Milan. Why? Because they sold the sponsorship rights to their team. That sounds like the Los Angeles crypto.com Lakers. Lakers. That's what it would be that's if, if America. <laughs> that's what every team outside the United States does. I hate that with a burning passion. I mean, I mean watch the WNBA do that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Bill oh, Burr sad. said it. I, have you seen Bill Burr was so right with the WNBA? He's like, feminists and women have failed the WNBA. It's a male subsidized league and you don't show up. He's like, if you supported the WNBA the same way you support a fat chick's body image, the WNBA will be a fucking hit. That is I true. Did, I died at that. He's like, you guys failed it. They're like, all you feminists, if you guys, just a fraction of you went to every WNBA game, they sell out every game. But you don't. That he's like, I'm not. True. He's like, I'm not watching WNBA. I don't give a fuck. He's like, he's like, he's like, but you guys are calling me the sexist. He's like, y'all aren't watching it. Y'all aren't watching the games either. You yeah. failed the league. I didn't fail the league. It's a male subsidized league. Like women aren't going. I was dying. There was a, you know, sideline sources. Yeah. There's like a compilation of like the top ten women dunks of the last decade or something. I bet there's only ten of them. There, there were ten of them. I, the comments were way too mean, but I would say, like, it was like all oh, these girls would smoke you. Like, yeah, I mean, who knows? That's not what we're here for. We're here to evaluate these dunks. I, I, I will even... fully say there are. So many girls who could beat me at basketball, but I bet you there's a, a certain amount of D1 basketball players that I could probably keep up with, you know, but there's probably more that could beat me. You know what I mean? Anyone who's yeah. going to be any female basketball player that's taller than me, probably going to beat me in basketball. But, you know, I feel like 
if I'm the same height or if I'm taller than those female basketball players, I would have a bit of an advantage. I mean, there's definitely a bunch of smaller basketball players who could probably beat me that are females, but there's also a few that I could probably beat. Like if it's like if, if I take a five six point guard, I'm probably gonna be blocking her shit. That's what I'm saying. Is like give me maybe like the worst player on the worst team. Like do you want teams? Yeah, yeah, like who's like five two. Well, I told you that guys, uh, D1 basketball, women basketball teams practice against, like, guys. They don't practice against women. I, I feel like for the most part that, like, makes some sense. But I think at the end of the day. It does make sense because guys who played high school basketball are probably just as good as women who play D1 basketball. I just think that's a right. I think that's just. Well, you have to try out. You don't – not any. That really only helps out the girls. I don't think the guys win in that in any way. Oh, no, no. Play. I mean, these are guys who aren't aren't college athletes. I mean, they're, like, registered, but they're just practice players. Oh, so they're like not, practice squad almost? Yeah, it's a practice squad. Like, I've tried to go on it, but they've never responded to me. Usually, like, you have to be connected, and then you have to be – either have played AAU or varsity basketball. Like, you have to be a competent, like, actual yeah. – like, basketball player and then like you're you play the women team you get all the gear you get practice gear you got shoes and shit yeah. and you have to and you have to get drug tested that's another reason why i don't want to do it you're like an actual ncaa athlete Jesus. but you're you're a practice player yeah that's what my roommate was like in football well he was a Both football guys. he was a football practice player yeah he, he was a walk-on oh so he's an actual player my boy he was only practice squad Fuck KU Perhaps. also. My boy, he could have gone to like Dartmouth and a bunch of other D1 schools, but he chose KU because he don't he got burnt out of basketball and he got an academic scholarship here. But he sent like his mixtape to all the coaches and like things saying like, hey, could I walk on? Didn't respond. Didn't even like like hit him up or anything. Just ignored it. And he, like he played like a few of the guys on our team in high school and beat them. He's like, I'm just as good as few of the like four or five star recruits on this team. Like we played each other at, in high school in Texas. So like all, all, all the sports are politics. That's what he always said. He's like, you have to understand sports is all politics. Like you, you have to know people. Cause I told you the story that his mom bumped into the assistant coach of his high school basketball team and his the assistant coach came up and she's like, goes, I need to tell you something. She's like, what? I'm so sorry. I wish I could have done something before. He's like, when your son was in a senior in high school, he had so many more colleges interested in him. And the coach was black and my friend was white. And he went to like kind of a ghetto school and the coach was racist towards white people. So whenever coaches would come, cause he was the best player, um, best player on the team and scouts and coaches would come they would ask about him and the coach would be like nah nah he's not as good as the black kids on the team and like the assistant coach said like the coach like made him lose so many scholarships that he could have possibly gotten damn because the coach was like racist to white people Mm -hmm. and like and like because he went to like he was a white kid in like a a ghetto school and he was like the best player he was like saying the the two black kids who weren't as good as him were better and like when they weren't and they didn't even go like they didn't even get d1 offers when my friend had like dartmouth central arkansas and like a bunch of other like schools i you know is that fucked up it's not ideal it just like shows how politics are you know 
Mm-hmm. Like literally, so but like suppose the assistant coach said like whenever coaches would come, the the head coach would like talk shit on Hunter and say like he isn't worth your time and shit like that. Jeez. Is that fucked up? Like just fucking with a kid's like dream. Yeah, you gotta watch out for a lot of these. Not necessarily high school hires, but like just in general. I don't They're know. Only- like putting a lot of faith in just like. Like, if I had a kid who was really good at basketball... Regardless of skin color, you'd want him to do well, right? Well, obviously. Yeah, obviously. I'm not a judge. Yeah, that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm saying. I'm not like... a racist douchebag. <laughs> no matter what race my kid is, but I that... want him to be in a good position if he plays basketball. Like, I, I wouldn't... I would want him to be at, like, getting proper training... Or, like, at the proper school. But Alex Caruso, I'm pretty sure, said that was a problem why Alex Caruso wasn't ranked as high as his rank. I swear to God, I think there's an article Alex Caruso said the reason why he wasn't as highly recruited or wasn't drafted was because he was white. He was like, people just discredited me my whole life because I was a white basketball player. And he's like, coaches never gave me a shot because I was white and shit like that. Like, uh, it might not be Car- uh, Caruso, might be another white basketball player, but I remember a white basketball player a few years ago saying, like, the reason he went undrafted, reason he was unranked, and why people were, like, shocked with his athleticism. It might be Pat Connington, who played for Notre Dame, but it's basically, like, the guy was saying, it's like, because I was white, he's like, my coaches all my life were black, and they always put, like, said I wasn't as good as the, like, my the other players on my team. And I think he was just insinuating that, like, they were putting on all the, like, minor, like, black kids in front of him. Is that crazy? Yeah, Pat Connington's really good. <laughs> Pat Connington and Caruso both were good. And I think, I think Pat might have been drafted. I think Caruso went undrafted, right? Caruso going undrafted? I'm I pretty thought sure, it was vice versa, but I'm pretty sure Caruso, be. yeah, Caruso went undrafted out of, I'm pretty sure it was Caruso because Caruso went undrafted out of Texas AM and, he was, I'm pretty sure, like not even like uh, ranked or was low, like very low ranked. And he played all four years at Texas A&M and was more of a defensive player. Hmm. Isn't that just crazy to think about? Just like how like on both sides of it. Yeah. But let's talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder. I, I think this team is going to be dog shit. Cause, I mean, but at least now that they have a direction. I don't know why Derek Favors or Mike Muscala, I guess they're still on the team to be the adults in the room. But, you know, Shea looked amazing last year at times. You know, they got J-Dub from Santa Clara and J-Will J. from Arkansas. Chet. I mean, at least we have an idea what this team's trying to do. They're trying to be fucking huge. This seems like massive. They think so. Yeah, like look at it. There's, guess who's their shortest guy on their team? Six five. They don't have anyone shorter than fucking six five. Everyone's six five and taller. Trey Man's got that dog in him. <laughs> I love Trey Man. I love Teo Maladon, who was like mentored and developed by Tony Parker, but he's been kind of a bust. But that's what I'm saying. Their guard, their point guards, all six five and above. Then they got themselves. Josh Giddy and Shea. They still have Lindy Waters, who's a freaking sniper. Usman Dan, Kenrick Williams, Aaron Wiggins looks like a Swiss Army knife. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, undersized center. Darius Baisley looks like a two-way guy. 
than Poku. I don't really know what to expect with Poku. I've like kind of like I've sold my stock in Poku. I'm done. I don't believe in Poku anymore. I've sold my stock. You can buy it. It's out there. If anybody wants to some buy some stock in Poku, go for it. I'm done. I've given up on Poku because, yes, I know somebody's going to be like, well, you know, in 19 games post-All-Star break, he averaged 12.5 points on 43.3% from the field and 31% from three, averaged five and a half, I mean, seven and a half rebounds and four and a half assists, a block and a steal a game. Yes, you looked good in 19 games, but I think both years, full seasons, Poku's been ass at times, like horrible. But this year he did shoot almost 41% from the field, but he still can't hit the three-point shot regularly. I don't know. What do you think of this team? I just think – I don't even know who, who who's the first – what's the starting lineup? What's the first eight guys off the – first eight – the eight-man rotation or the ten-man rotation? I mean, also, did you know they were like basically a top – I think they were top 15 in defense. Oh, really? Yeah. Hell Yeah. Well, they got Lou Dort listed as a point guard on here. 17th best defensive team in the league last year. Wow. <laughs> is that crazy? Oh, yeah. So this team can't play defense. They just can't score. This team's probably two years away. Yeah, I agree. I think um, – yeah, it'll be interesting. I think right now what I would do if I was Oklahoma is I'd do one final evaluation season. One final – all right, Theo. All right, Trey. What you got for me? Shea's going to do his thing, as he always does. But uh-huh. I'm focused on keeping Shea in Oklahoma. Lou Dort, didn't they just re-sign him? Yeah, they just re-signed Lou Dort to a big old deal. He's nice. He's nice with it. Jalen Williams, very enticing prospect out of Santa Clara. Josh Giddy, give him another year. Give him another year to continue to progress and develop because Giddy up. He's ready to go. Usman Dang, another enticing, very enticing prospect. Actually, he's a ginormous kid. <laughs> you have uh, Aaron Williams, Kendrick Williams, or Aaron Wiggins, Kendrick Williams. Not, I don't even like JRE. Those guys don't do as much for me as Darius Baisley does. I think Baisley isn't he out of Florida? He's really cool. He was on my. I picked him up on fantasy last season. He was really nice for me. Um, yeah, you got your old dudes. Jalen Williams, pretty cool prospect from Arkansas. He's another huge boy as well. And then Poku, I'm definitely not giving up. I think, like, especially when you're coming overseas, I think it definitely takes some time to acclimate. And Chet Holmgren, to me, is – I mean, I don't even know if I can predict Chet's stats this upcoming year. I'd probably go – I'll probably go 21 – 12, 21 and 12, two blocks a game. I think Chet, I don't know if I want to say this quite yet, but I think Chet, I think Chet actually pretty easily wins rookie of the year. I don't think it will be close. I don't Paolo, think it will be close. Paulo Banqueta. Mm, someone will humble Paulo and he'll go through a slump. I don't think Chet slumps. I think a Chet slump and Apollo slump will be completely different. A rookie slump. So being seven one helps. We'll see how Chet's defense is. 
it was pretty interesting to see him get moused several times in summer league, specifically by Kenneth Lofton. But he'll put on the weight and um, not in a rush right now. So give him another year. You have your three super max slots. Or if you don't, it's all good. You'll have two. And uh, just keep evaluating and kind of decide heading into this post or heading into this offseason. Like, all right, if we're going to make a big time move, is it going to be through a trade? Who are we trading? Who are we getting? If it's free agency, who are we getting? What are we paying them? So they're in a really good spot. You have a lot of options you can do. I want to say Euphoria is not a good show, but first off, it's not. Sec- like, I don't think Euphoria is at all a good show. I've seen it. And A, like, I've done all the drugs they've done in there. And I think they they don't portray drugs correctly. They ju- they make it to seem too artistic. And, like, you know what I mean? And I don't know. I just don't think it's a good show. It's a it's stupid. It's, it, Did you just that, start watching it or something? No, no. I've seen it. But I, I saw uh, something on my phone. But I just want to say Euphoria is... For people who like Euphoria, don't do drugs or have never done drugs in their life, and wanna see what it's like. NBA, could Im- the- huh? Could you imagine? Um, what was that scene where she like? What does she do? Acid or she does something and she like gets on the carousel horse? And, like, oh, they do Molly. That's so fake. They do oh, Molly. Yeah, Molly. Then Molly, and, and, like, they, they, and then the girl has an orgasm. Okay. If anyone's yeah. done Molly before, <laughs> you get horny on Molly, but you don't get so horny that you're going to fuck the horse on a merry-go-round in front of everyone. That's not happening. That's not happening. That's, that's Dude, honestly, that scene, that scene is part of the reason why I stopped watching the show because I was already having my, like, hesitance because on the first episode, they make her do acid and they go to this party. I'm like, what high school party is everyone just doing drugs like this? <laughs> like, 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 like this is... Tabs. Casually. Yeah, or like snorting lines. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I was yeah. blowing lines and dropping tabs, but you don't go to a party to do acid. You go it's to your like friend's a, house yeah. and you go into the woods and you take acid and you go either sit in your basement and hide from your friend's parents yeah. or you like go in the woods. That's how people in high school do acid. You know, whoever wrote that show never really did acid in high school. It like the people they just dork. It's probably and that that's what I'm saying. It's like that show is for dorks who've never done drugs or like, you know, or who've wanted like to do drugs. Like it pisses me off. The whole merry-go-round really fucking pissed me off because that was I was like so funny, dude. I love that. I, I thought it was, it, it was funny, but it's not real at all because no girl is just gonna like be like, I'm on Molly. Let me just grind the shit out of In this. Front of kids it's like, like- like it's not like you lose all control of your body. You're at your town's carnival. Is the music that good? Is the vibe that right? Yeah. It's your town's carnival. Also, also, Molly, you know what Molly does to you? It's literally Adderall. All Molly is. Molly just makes so? Yeah, Molly all it is give you energy and you're just like Yeah. Last time I did Molly, my buddy and I played 2K in my other buddy's room for like, and you had a bunch of energy and you were having fun with it. Right. You didn't feel yeah, like I think we went out after, but I remember we did, we did Molly and played 2k for like two hours at least. And you don't, and you don't I feel like you lost control. Controller. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, <laughs> you don't lose jizz over the TV. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> that's what, um, 
I was like dogging on it. I was like, oh, I literally say this. Like everyone in the class was like, I like it. I was like, yeah, I think uh, if you like Euphoria, it's because you're a dork. I didn't say dork, but I was like, it's because you've never done drugs or you want to see what drugs are because that show yeah. sucks. And the whole class was quiet. I just went on a tirade for five minutes. And then my, my professor goes and I was like, all right, I'm just going to take that as time to change the subject. It's like, didn't give anyone a rebuttal. I just, I remember just everyone sitting there. I just said everything I said about it. I bet you like a bunch of people in that class was just like, I guess I'm done with that show <laughs> after teachers hear cereal with a debate and they're like they just let him win it like, oh yeah. no there's a lot of times where there like i'll talk like i've had teachers say uh this is like when someone new comes out and they're like this is zero he's a bit uh publicly outspoken and like they'll like very nicely put that like i'm an he's asshole retarded <laughs> <laughs> i think they just put nicely they're like he's kind of an asshole and he says what he wants. <laughs> he's, a, he's a major fucking cock. Yeah. But we just, can't talk about that to his face. Because he'll just so respond. Prepare <laughs> to argue. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, I told you the other day where that girl was like, or she was like, yeah, I'm not going to name my child or assign its gender for the first eight years of its life. That's and... a good that's a good point. <laughs> and I remember the girl said that, and I go, that is so stupid. And some other girl in the class goes, yeah, I really think that's so dumb. And we just <laughs> dogged this girl in class. I was like, you just get called the child it. And then I remember my professor was just like, all right, guys, just change the subject. This is just like, and I was just like, and then I looked at the girl, hey, it, come here. <laughs> and like, I you know that girl, I went home and cried. Dude, it's crazy how stupid some of these college students are when they talk out loud in class like i really noticed this last semester when i was with like i was like finishing my last semester up so i was only in gen eds and they're like i'm like with freshmen and sophomores yeah like three and four year old younger kids and they're like they're like they'll just like talk about like their relationship with their boyfriend like just to the teacher like at the start like it's just like they're just so it's like as high school like you're just so my favorite you're a little was... too comfortable with some of this personal stuff my favorite uh, memory is fuck. I literally just had it. Oh, um. So we had a class. Okay, so in I'm trying to remember what I was about to say. God damn it! I don't remember. It was gonna come back to me, but basically, my school is a bunch of libtards, and so my school. Okay, I remember it now. I once was talking about normal people. And I was using the phrase normal people. And this girl goes, normal. She's like, what is normal to you? I was like, someone who, I didn't use the word retarded because I don't, someone I try not, not like to. You, yeah, I, I, I wanted to say that. <laughs> I didn't want to say someone not like you, but I was like, someone who has normal brain function. Someone who, <laughs> and, yeah, I literally looked at it. I was like, someone who has normal brain function. Someone who has normal body functions. Okay. Someone who can live a normal life. That's a normal person. And she's just like, everyone's normal to me. And I looked at her. I was like, you know what? I don't think someone who has mental disabilities is normal. I don't think someone who's a serial killer is normal. I don't, I just like, would you call those people normal? And she goes, they're all different in their own special way. I was like, yes, because they're special. They're not normal. <laughs> I remember my teacher was like, all right, let's just change it. Let's just change it. Serious, 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 No, 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 no. Do not, do not, do not get him into this <laughs> no 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 or my favorite was like some girl goes that's just your opinion i'm like yeah and i was like that's the great thing about opinions you're not right i'm not right you're not wrong i'm not wrong that's the great thing about opinions baby nobody's right 
I'd love to be a bystander in one of your classes. Oh, I'm an asshole. I just let it – and, like, half the time, I'm, like, foreign. So people, a lot of time, I think they just think they're, like, oh, he's just a foreign guy. Just, like – Yeah. Like, let him be. Like, a lot – because, yeah, like, a lot – <laughs> Like, let him have him. He's foreign. He doesn't understand yeah, it. <laughs> he's not accustomed to our <laughs> culture. <laughs> Jesus. But I don't look – I don't even look at you as foreign. So I wonder what other people think, like – I don't like do you think when you're like when people meet you like your friends your roommates your girlfriend do they they know I'm they not like white. no everyone when they, they know meet, you're not white yeah they everyone goes like that's why my rap name's little foreign l-i-t-t-l-e wow that's surprising maybe you're a little different in real life but I mean this lighting doesn't do me justice but like I mean if you look at my hair I've like I have like brown people hair okay it's just grown out and like I don't know I'm just so like when you meet me you'll like notice like I'm a very light brown guy. Mm. Like here let's <laughs> let's let's pull up. You like a coffee ice cream flavor? No, I'm gonna pull up a picture of my dad. It's like really. I I get light. If I have my where's my passport right here? You ready to see a picture? Yeah. This is how like tan I get. If you're ready to have. Oh, you get tan, dude. I turn black. Nice. That's me. If you're fine. Wow, that does not even look like you. Do you oh, see how that is pretty fucked up? <laughs> yes, isn't that? Fucked I still up? don't think you look brown in any way, shape, or form. But that does not. When? How long ago is that? That's like six years ago. It's troubling. Yeah, Your hair looks like brown and not curly, and it's short right there. But and you look like fourteen. And... Yeah, I'm like four. Uh, I'm like fifteen or fourteen in that. I think I'm sixteen, maybe. But yeah, dude, I like when I say I turned brown. Did does like people? Whenever I show that picture, I'm like, people must think I, I'm like, like, like literally. Whenever I hand that, especially like a TSA, because it's usually like a minority working there, and I hand them my stuff, they're just they're always like this. They're like. your name yeah like and most of the time they're like you're a little pale i'm like i'm like i just haven't gotten any sun in a few months i say i sammy sosa that well that's the joke like me and my girlfriend talk about like i take like if you put me under the sun i turn black so we're joking that like once i start working for the tv in florida literally the first week i'm gonna look like this and then i'm gonna come in the next day like just like full on brown, you know. <laughs> like they're gonna be like, "What happened to this guy over the weekend?" <laughs> the weekend on the sun. That's literally like if you put me in the sun for like ten hours, I turn literally black. Like I'm, I'm super brown. Like if you let me find a picture of my dad, my dad, you're gonna look at him and you're gonna be like, "This isn't real." I mean, that's like <laughs> my dad's like super dark. Let's see. A lot of the picture. All right, here, here's one. This is gonna geek you out. Fifty Oh my god, I gotta buy Jay Critch tickets. All right, here's one. What the hell? There's my dad in the middle. <laughs> my dad's the guy in the middle. <laughs> there it is. Wow. 
Yeah, he's the guy. Like that's to give you an idea of the fro my dad has. Let me yeah, see if I. That's more like your. You should get to that fro. I'll get that level. Yeah. Why not? Let me see if I can find a different one. I'm like sweating pits, and it's like so uncomfortable. Like incredibly uncomfortable. Like look at this. You ever sweat pits? Yeah. My basement's like cold. Uh, I'm in my room. Uh, yeah, right here. Look at this. This bastard's like full on. Like, and then we got, let's see if I can find the other one. He sends us pictures all the time. It's a really good quality picture. Uh, uh, here's another one. What is What is going on? Force quit. Uh, no. hey, bitch. Whoa, that's not him right here. This oh, is this is my dad. Him? This this one's not him. This I don't know what the fuck. The fuck I don't. It might be my. <laughs> it might be my dad, but like uh, it doesn't it's look. Like that's got to be your dad, dude. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I think that one might be my dad. This one is my dad right here. But huh? Really? Yeah. Oh, you said he's older, right? Yeah, my dad's like sixty-seven. Mm. Yeah, he looks a little older. Like, give you an idea. This is my great. grandfather. My grandfather's like clearly a brown guy. He's from Yugoslavia. Like, if I show you one of my friends from Egypt, you're going to be like, holy fuck, your grandpa and your friend from Egypt look exactly the same. And my dad, I, I, my, my dad, like, met. Like, here's a, to give you an idea, this is my dad Whoa. when he was younger. Younger? <laughs> yeah, like, this was uh, when my dad was, like, 40. Oh. <laughs> You want to geek out? 19, 1930s like photo bomb. Nice. Oh, that's whoa. My, that's my grandfather. Is that your dad? That's my grandfather. In the, Who's in World War? I don't know. This was them in World War II when they were hey. fighting the Nazis. Oh, nice. Um, what that's else? But, like, to give you an idea, I'm trying to find my dad has, like, legit, like, the curliest hair, like, curliest Jew hair in the world. <laughs> But, How Jewish is your dad? Pretty fucking Jewish. My my dad's uncle was my dad's my grandfather's cousin was the chief rabbi of Turkey. And then see Sounds my Jewish. my grandma my grandma Manona she was from Italy. It's like my dad. Mm. Yeah, this was actually my dad's childhood home in like the fifties and the sixties. That's how it looks today. Really, yeah, really nice home. <laughs> but this is a terrible picture, but. Hey. My, look at this this picture is like 10 years old maybe six years old but this is a terrible photo but to get like how like my dad this is my dad pale my dad's pale right here huh and like he's already like we're darker than my sisters yeah like yeah so yeah <laughs> little little to give you an idea how brown i am lesson. yeah on serious uh, origins yeah i'm a little bit of everything that was a long episode today. I hope you you didn't have to shit. Dude, I don't know what happened with the last, like, two. There hasn't been, like, a recurring. It was the coffee. I think sh- it was waking up a little bit later. Oh, uh, you just didn't line up your poops? No, I usually don't, but it came back to bite me. So. Really? You don't? You don't? I, I, I have a whole schedule for my Ideally, shits. yeah. If I had to, if I was in school, 100%. But... Yeah, I have bathrooms I shit in, dude. What? At, at school? 
there's certain bathrooms oh, yeah. I dump in. Yeah, you got to know where to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's I don't. One of the more important parts about 100%. If you're in college, you don't shit in any bathroom. There are certain bathrooms yeah. across campus that you're aware of that you can shit yeah. peacefully because no one's going to walk in. Oh, man. There was this bathroom by our library that was like so big and it's just like no one ever went in. I like yeah. never saw somebody in there. Shout out KU because we're so libtards. They created a third bathroom called a privacy inclusive uh, in a private inclusive gender bathroom, which means anybody can go in the bathroom and the door locks. So nice, <laughs> so nice. Because I go in there and I just leave the stall door open. I sh- I shit with the stall door open and I just blow vape clouds in there. And I sometimes if I have like a thirty minute break, I just sit in the bathroom, lock the door for 30 minutes and i just post up in this bat like private big ass bathroom <laughs> and just make youtube videos <laughs> oh my god yeah or this i ever did was just find a floor with an open room in a bathroom and make a video in the class oh dude i mean you've seen i i will literally be on campus walking to yeah that, that was like one of the first videos i saw i'll just be like yeah what's up guys trade just happened I think you- I think you were at work or something, and you were like, "I'm taking a break right now." Uh, this trade just went. It was like, like the off, or it was a trade deadline or something. Yeah, trade outside. deadline. Ben like, Simmons. What are ben you doing? Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I was buy a trash can because my boss showed up, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. Give me like ten minutes." <laughs> I went and ran outside and made a video. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck work right now." Gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. All right, bud. I'll talk to you later. <clears throat> yep. See All you right. tomorrow. Peace. Peace.